Welcome to the Toronto Family Show. This is where we interview changemakers, showing what's taking place in the city and how they are making a difference. Today's episode of the Toronto Family Show is brought to you by Casper Mattress. Unbox Better Sleep with Casper and get your 100-night risk-free trial. You can find a link to save $75 towards your purchase by visiting torontofamilyshow.com slash Casper. Now back to the show. Toronto has a childcare problem due to high costs and extensive year-long wait lists. Today, our guest is Carolyn Ferns from the Ontario Coalition for Better Child Care. She is the Public Policy and Government Relations Coordinator. Carolyn is also an expert in early childhood education and a current member of the Board of Directors of the Child Care Advocacy Association of Canada and the Child Care Resource and Research Unit. Welcome to the show, Mrs. Ferns. Child care in Ontario is highly regulated by the government, and the child care crisis was one of the major issues in the 2018 provincial elections. With the elections behind us, what is the present course of action in terms of increasing available spaces, affordability, and quality? Oh, thank you. I think that's a, a really great uh, question because childcare was a, a very big issue in the election, and you know a lot of a lot of families and educators and people around the province had worked really hard to bring the the previous government uh, to a place where they were promising some big changes to childcare. Um, and you know, since the provincial election, uh, you know, we, we there's there's a feeling that you know we've we've lost that momentum. And, uh, you know, and people are looking to see, you know, what, what can we do? How can we make sure that childcare remains on the top of mind of, uh, of politicians? Because it, it remains a, a huge issue for families and, and really a, a crisis for, for people who are trying to find childcare, let alone um, pay for it. So um, I think that the municipal elections actually provide a big opportunity to, to, to bring the issue forward uh, once again because, you know, here in Ontario, municipal governments actually have a very big role to play in child care. They're actually called the service system managers. So basically the, um, the federal government and the province flow money to the municipalities and then it's the municipalities who really control how that child care money is spent. Um, you know, they, they administer subsidy. Um, many municipalities, like here in Toronto, operate um, public child care programs as well um, as having a role in monitoring quality um, in, in child care. All sorts of roles that the municipality plays. So what's really important is that our municipal uh, politicians are aware of this role because many of them really aren't. Um, and the candidates running for government are aware of how important child care is and how big the municipal role is for child care. Um, now, on city council in the past here in Toronto, we've had uh, a real champion for child care on city council in the person of Janet Davis. Um, so Janet Davis is, uh, she, she actually was trained as an early childhood educator uh, and was a child care parent as well. And over the years, you know, really learned the intricacies of child care policy so that she was very effective in making sure that the cities, um, you know, um, lived up to their commitments on child care. Every year in the budget, you'd see Janet championing, ch championing child care issues. Now, Janet Davis is retiring from city council this year, so we're not going to have her voice. So the question is, which champion 
champion or champions are going to step up for childcare um, at the city level because that's really what we need. So what I think we should do, um, parents, educators, everyone who cares about this issue, is really talk to their candidates. Find out who your candidates are in your ward and talk to them about how important childcare is. Um, the city has a growth strategy right now for childcare. Um, find out what that growth strategy is. Tell your candidates they need to know what the growth strategy is and tell you where they stand on it. Um, those are the types of things they can do um, to, to make sure their candidates are aware of how big this issue is. Uh, what is the also what is the role of the TDSB trustees in um, mm. childcare? That's yeah. That's a good question as well because um, many of our childcare centers are in schools, are located in schools, and um, and so the, the role of trustees is very important. They should be aware that, that childcare is part of their their mandate too, um, because childcare centers that are located in schools often have challenges with shared space with the school and um, you know uh, the the um, the rents that they pay to the school board for for the space in the school. Um, and so it's it's good for the, the trustees to be aware that, you know, child care is part of education. It's part of the education system. So it's really part of their responsibility as trustees to oversee, you know, what's happening and to help make those relationships between schools and child care centers a little better. Um, that's one of the ro roles that trustees can play. Um, and I've seen I've seen some really great trustees over the years step up when child care programs are, are experiencing these challenges and really help to, to be a mediator between um, between schools and, and centers um, to, to, to make things work a little bit better because it's it's very possible to have good relationships with uh, child care centers and schools. That happens all the time. But trustees can really help to, to, to make things work better. Uh, Ms. Burns, and what is being done about having actually more spaces for kids? We, we don't have enough child care for spaces. Absolutely. So um, one of the things that um, was, you know, that the previous government had announced, and this wasn't part of an election platform, this was well before um, the election, the, the government was working on expanding childcare spaces in Ontario. There had been a province, uh, sorry, a promise for 100,000 new spaces around the province, and those were rolling out. We saw, um, you know, uh, announcements of those being built in different places, often with the priority of them being in schools and with the priority of them being not for profit uh, programs. So what we think is that the provincial government needs to continue that work. There is no reason to disrupt it. Families are relying on it. So one of the things that um, that people can do uh, around the province and, and here in Toronto is to get in touch with your MPP. Let them know how much you're counting on seeing more new childcare spaces. Really, if you've experienced the challenge finding childcare, paying for childcare, um, you know, let your provincial politicians, your federal politicians know about these challenges. They need to know what families are experiencing. Um, my, what I've heard over the years is that, you know, childcare really is a crisis, but here in Canada, we experience, we experience it as a silent crisis. It's family by family. If, if you have a challenge finding childcare, well, that's your problem. But when you look across, uh, across the city and around the province, I know that far too many families are experiencing that very same challenge. So it's not unique. It's not one family's problem. It's actually something that uh, is experienced by far too many 
people in our community, and that's why we need to have, uh, you know, government action to help solve this this problem and to make uh, life better for, for families so that they can combine uh, work and family responsibilities a little bit better. What I mean, what are the realistic expectations? That is so true. As so many families don't have childcare, don't have childcare that is affordable or that is close. There's just just too many logistics. I mean, hundred thousand spaces. That that's a good goal. I mean, I, I'm just thinking. So did they stop or did it just stall because of the change in government? Or like, how many spaces were open? we really we haven't heard um, since the change in government um, if there's been any any change in in that plan and we certainly hope that that plan won't change so you know the the new provincial government is really just getting into place um, there's still all of those transitions getting new staff in it at, at uh, minister's office things like that so this is a time when they're really just starting to make those decisions so it's really an opportunity to make sure that politicians know how important this issue is and that this isn't something if they're looking at making cuts um, to, to, to programs this is not somewhere to, to, to look to make any type of cuts or efficiencies because this is somewhere where we really need to see um, we really need to see that expansion continue we need to see um, support for families uh, through subsidy dollars through um, through operating grants to centers continue so that we can we can make this issue a little bit better um, that's said, you know, I don't think that, that many people in the community are holding out hope that we'll see much uh, further expansion under this government. Um, it's, it's just not uh, not their priority. Um, so where a lot of people are really now turning their attention is to the federal government. Um, we have a federal election coming up next year, and, you know, in the past, the, the federal government has made commitments to child care. Um, you know, they, they made... Um, a big multilateral agreement with all the provinces on childcare, but um, what really hasn't happened is they haven't stepped up with enough funding for it to make a difference. Um, but you know, we know that for decades there have been calls to have a real national childcare strategy, a real national approach to childcare, so that we can deal with these issues um, in every province, and so that there's enough funds um, to, to really make a difference on this. So it, this is really a time when I think that. Federal um, advocacy, you know, to your your federal politicians can make a difference because they're looking at this issue for sure. Um, the federal government's committed to it in the past, but they need to step up with some more dollars for it to actually make a difference. Right, it needs to it needs to be expedited because <laughs> this is mm-hmm, absolutely this is, absolutely because you know we always say kids can't wait, right? Um, it's the time that it takes to consult on these issues, to develop a plan, to put the funding in. That's the life of a of a young child. That's that's the that's the time that they're in childcare before they go to school. So, um, so it, it can be uh, it can be very frustrating. And I certainly know. I mean, I've worked on this issue now for a number of years, um, and I know people who you know who started working on this issue when they were young parents, and now they're grandparents. So it can be very frustrating. Um, for myself, I have a, a, a my son is in uh, just he's just going out of the infant room into the toddler room. Um, so. You know, I kind of, I, I know this issue uh, from a personal perspective as well. 
you know, trying to find a, a, a space that I, we could get to that's close to home if possible, and then, you know, uh, and, and then paying for it every month, which is, you know, some of the highest childcare fees in the whole country. So it's it's really is a challenge for, for parents, and we just, we need to have our, our politicians realize, um, you know, just how important this issue is. Um, uh, the other thing I think that, uh, you know, we need our political leaders to understand is that, you know, this isn't somewhere where you would just be, the federal or provincial funding would just be thrown thrown in and, and, and there would be endless, endless amounts of funding with no benefit to, uh, to, 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 to government. Um, we know through research that childcare funds are some of the best money that government can spend because it helps to boost the economy, it helps support women in the labor force. Um, and, you know, research in Quebec showed that the provincial government there, when they invested in childcare, they were actually reaping all of that money back, plus more, in increased tax revenues because the economy was boosted. So we know that it's actually, um, it's not just um, throwing money at the issue, it's not just funding, it's actually investment for government. So I think that's what they really need to hear, um, that it's not time to sort of sit on your hands anymore on the childcare issue. Canada has been behind for for decades compared to other uh, other developed countries, and uh, you know we, we really should uh, we really should move forward on this issue after all this time. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I mean, especially in Europe, like people don't pay a dime for their children's childcare, and it's not it's a given. Like you, you have a child, you have childcare available, and and, and mm-hmm. I just want you to leave our listeners with being that. You're the expert in childhood education and you have so much experience and just leave the listeners with some kind of idea how important it is for a young child to have social interactions and daycare that is high quality, like the long-term effects of that. They will be taxpayers one day. This is very short-sighted that we don't have... Certainly, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it, we often talk about childcare, um, you know, just in terms of the, the nuts and bolts of it, you know, how, how parents need it, you know, to, to go to work. But there's actually been decades of research into the benefit for children of high-quality childcare. Um, if childcare is, is good, if, if there are enough educators, qualified, trained educators, um, in, and, uh, and the programs are, are good, then... And it actually has myriad benefits for, for young children. Um, language development, social development, cognitive development all flourish in high-quality child care. Um, and if you've been into a high-quality child care program, you know that to be so. Um, it's, it's really amazing to watch. I've watched my son, you know, um, he's got new words every day. And, um, and the, the friendships and relationships that he's building with both with the children and with the educators in the programs are just amazing to see. Um, so it's it's really uh, a good a good place for, for young kids to be. Um, it supports parents and family life. Um, so I think that you know, like you said, in Europe it's a given um, that we would that that that, that we as a group as a, as a society would do this to help support families and to support young kids to have a space for young children. Um, and I think that it's time that we really reflected on that here in Canada and saw what we could do, what the potential is to have a really great program, a really great space for children um, in our communities. 
and to have more of it so that parents aren't scrambling. It just makes family life a little bit easier, you know? And I think that's something that we all deserve. That's true. Ms. Friend, thank you so much for taking your time. This is uh, just just a good wealth of information. Uh, we appreciate what you guys are doing and keep up the good work. Thanks, and, and stay in touch with us. So we're at childcareontario.org, and um, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be launching our municipal election campaign, which is on the theme of Champions for Children. So um, definitely stay in touch, and we'll, we'll look forward to, uh, to working together in the future. We sure will. Right, thank thank you, you so much. Have a good day. Bye-bye.